Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem, in this podcast we will continue talking about the entities of the Circle One of the proposed spiritual model in the book Spiritual DNA, A Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. The second entity of the Circle One is studying texts related to the spiritual model. Studying and reading books, texts, and documents related to the topic is another entity in Circle One. This activity is parallel to acquiring a teacher because they go together and one complements the other. The teacher teaches us according to books and sacred texts. As we begin to learn about spirituality, it is logical and natural that we should study sacred books in which the spiritual system is explained for different levels of understanding. There are people who start studying basic sacred books according to their level of comprehension, explanation, and interpretations, such as, for example, first, the Tanakh, which includes the Pentateuch or the Torah in Hebrew, the prophets and the scribes, which are texts on a simple level. Then, the Mishnah and Gematria are more sophisticated texts, texts with advice and suggestions. Then comes the Talmud and high-level texts that are discussed, debated, argued about, searched, refuted, and questioned. And the highest level is the Zohar, abstract text that gives spiritual clarification of physical activities, text with revelations, esoteric text with secrets and mysteries that explain writings at other levels and which explain the spiritual system in detail. The book that brought all the secrets of the spiritual system is the famous book of Zohar, in English is Splendor, written by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, nicknamed Rashbi, in the second century. It's worth mentioning that one of the first books about spirituality and the basis of the Book of the Zohar is Sefer Yetzirah, composed by the patriarch Abraham more than 3,000 years ago. The Zohar is not for solitary study. Its teachings should be passed from the teacher, which is the Kabbalist, to the student. This is why the study of the contents of the Zohar is called Kabbalah, a Hebrew word that means reception. In other words, the content is transmitted from the teacher, who has already received the content, to the student. In Kabbalistic terms, a spiritual teacher with many years of experience studying the Zohar is called Mekubal, or received or accepted, meaning they have already received the basic knowledge of the spiritual system. Reading the Zohar as if it was a regular, everyday day book would make it incomprehensible. To assimilate it, one must understand a basic introduction provided by the teacher during 
which the heart and soul of the person can begin to absorb everything that the science of Kabbalah brings us, its demands, opinion, and perspectives about lives and the world. Since the Zohar was written, many Kabbalists have been published several books of commentary regarding the spiritual system. We can mention some renewed Kabbalists such as Rabbi Yehuda Ashlak, called Baal Asulam, Nachmanides, called Ramban, Moses Cordovero, Rabbi Isaac Luria or Haari, or just Arizal, Haim Vital, Moses de Leon, the Maharal of Prayer, Rabbi Moshe Haim Luzato, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, Rabbi Schneur Zalman of Liadi, and other saints, pious, and geniuses of the spiritual system. Now I want to talk about preparing the individual. Another entity in the circle one is the way an individual prepares their present way of life. A person who already enjoys and understands their point in the heart, the person who is conscious of their spiritual DNA and their divine gene, consequently live their lives under specific conditions that orient them toward their spiritual goals. It is up to individuals, outside of studying and finding a teacher, to help themselves to constantly ascend to higher spiritual levels through prayer in congregation, doing act of kindness, helping neighbors, and volunteering for the benefit of society. It's worth mentioning that the individual, without having a group or partner, can help people in need with acts of generosity, such as monetary donations toward spiritual causes or contributions of time dedicated to volunteer work in social collaboration projects. As individuals, we should make an effort to understand and capitalize on all the facts and events presented to us in our daily lives. The individual will little by little acquire the ability to understand the topography of their own spiritual system. Thanks to a basic understanding of the spiritual model, they will begin to live each moment of the day in good physical shape, with a defined purpose, with enthusiasm, influence, and persuasion, free of depression or other emotional problems, happy with what they have and gain, with clarity of thought, excellent productivity and energy in their daily work, a positive attitude, in companionship with their neighbors, with self-confidence, inspiring truth and admiration in others. Now I want to talk about joining a team. Joining and forming relationship with a group or partner in order to work on a large-scale spiritual project is the other entity of Circle One. The bigger the group is, the harder it is to create a state of mutual guarantee, arvut, among the members, but the greater the benefit. In Judaism, a minimum of 10 men is required for group prayer. This fact is related to, among other things, the 10 sefirot. With the exception of a couple, 
in which there is already a shared relationship developed between two people, for example, a long-term couple married or not. We recommend that teams be of one gender only, separated into men and women, to thereby try to avoid as much as possible any inconveniences due to romantic issues or issues of gender, which can interfere with the spiritual project. This recommendation, which shows modesty and humility, is a healthy, simple and unpretentious measure, which can help us to get the best spiritual result as quickly as possible. To be clear, this depends on the age of the people of the group. For example, elderly adults could form groups that include both genders. The basis of a team is a direct integration among its members, which preferably requires the physical presence of a person. Once an association is established and working, virtual interaction does allow many aspects of the spiritual project to move forward. For spiritual projects of group established in a virtual form by internet, such as in Facebook, it is possible to do them between men and women together no problem. In our society, there are many non-profit groups managed perfectly by one or two people, partners in a spiritual cause. The ultimate spiritual goal for the team is to be interconnected as if we were a single body in a single shared soul, much bigger than that of each of the members, which includes everyone and in which we are all conscious of said integration and union. When the state of union is achieved, the infinite spiritual light will flow among all the members of the team without any limitations or exceptions. In order for the individual to understand what happens to them, to see clearly and transcend in a positive way the reality of the world around them, they should take advantage of the group as a platform from which all the desires of the group shine through. The group should give us the capacity to elevate and spotlight a latent need or desire within each and every one of us. This is why the influence of a group or society on a person is the most important for our development, both spiritual and social. As we have said in earlier podcasts, we are prisoners of the society we live in. If a person is in a harmful or damaging enterprise, or one whose influence doesn't benefit them, the results will be of the same quality. If we have the luck and ability to choose, join, or surround ourselves with a collection of individuals who are conscious of their point in the heart, and with spiritual interest like ours, the results for our spiritual advancement will be positive. The individual should stay in circle one until advances in their spiritual reality begin to show, such as an increase in the level of a basic influence in their spiritual relationship and interpersonal relations. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman. 
author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.abrahameisenman.com